One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. Well, you know what it could be? It may not be that your rhythm is bad. Is that no, it is it's a DC. Because I, when I was yeah. going on the next beat, you guys were different. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you guys, maybe it's the same for you guys. How's it going, Johnson? Uh, it's going good. You know, I got my uh, evening counting in with you guys. Uh, that was really yeah. nice. Uh, it now, didn't go well. No, turns out the internet has this little thing called latency, and latency. Uh, oh, it yeah. makes doing podcasts remotely not the easiest thing in the world, but... Other than that, I'm doing pretty good sitting at my yeah. uh, computer. I've uh, changed the lights on my computer and my desktop to kind of like fit an outrun theme after Kevin introduced me to this uh, art style and aesthetic. And uh, man, I'm I'm getting real into that. I think it's pretty Very cool. Very nice. Yeah. What did nice. you do? I changed my lights behind my desk to like this neon pink color. Oh, and uh, my rig is red, but I'm thinking about getting some like blue in there as well, mm. and really maybe some purple, and really get that that outrun, uh, dude. Outrun. I want to see a photo of this. Instagram. Yeah, so I can. Is... I can do that. Yeah, that's let's, a good let's idea. Let's gram it. I'd like to see uh, that. Okay, how you doing, Mister McNair? No, well. Yeah. I'm actually, uh, barely here. I want to just go back and play Far Cry. I don't, I don't want to. Be on Far Cry. But <laughs> why would you want to play Far Cry when it's PUBG's first birthday? Oh, it's PUBG's first birthday, isn't it? It's it is we a year of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Happy Came out today. Birthday to wait, wait, you. a year of what? Early access? Right. Yeah. Because I mean, it came out like a couple months ago. Came out the twenty yeah. third of twenty seventeen. Yeah, a couple months. Yeah, I mean, er, you know. launched into early access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's been playable for a year. It's been in our life. For a year, more or less. Wow! I mean, wow! What a, happy first what birthday, year. PUBG. I'm glad that what? you run well now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that uh, that first year of PUBG being out, I'm surprised a it didn't destroy my life, and mm. b I found a game that a multiplayer game that I can sink countless hours into. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny about PUBG? I was thinking about more about why I like PUBG. Uh huh. And what what it does that other games aren't doing, and this isn't even mechanics. This isn't even like, besides the fact of the genius of the actual game design, mm-hmm. I don't have to ever see what other players are saying. I don't have to ever hear other players' voice. I don't have to like. There's like the, the amount of toxicity that I can I have to hear is very easy to avoid. You just right. have no kill. There's no in-game chat. I'm only playing with my friends the whole time. Like there's yeah. no there's no other players. There's no team swapping or funky. Let's get in the same team. Oh, we have to play with these guys on our team. Like it's just us mm-hmm. against everyone else, and that's a beautiful thing. That so, is a beautiful thing. Until you're in the plane, and then it's just fucking. If you have voice chat, but I have voice oh. chat turned off. So we think he turns it even, off. They're just a bunch of random bots for is all that you know. For that. Okay, yeah. that's smart. The way best to part it. is that they turned off. Well, it's not the best part, but they turned off the guns right on the starting island, yes, and they spread people that. out. So it used to be like a whole bunch of horrible noise, and you just press Control yeah. M to like mute it. Muted. Now it's like. PUBG ASMR, there's just like these soft little sounds and like people kind of pitter pattering around and it's like somebody's gonna make maybe I'm gonna make the the PUBG ASMR video where it's just the starting area and just people walking around and slowly punching on either side of your head very very softly, very gently with these sort of pleasing tones. Such a like complete flip flop from what it used to be. Mm, Just chaos. (laughs) You know what I don't really see much anymore of though now uh, that I do miss a lot is like the human centipede Congo lines that we used to do. Like there there were times where we had like 15, 20 people doing the human centipede Congo line. Mm -hmm. It was it was pretty. Yeah, those were good. Those were pretty funny. I miss everybody in one place. uh, There's like there's like multiple spawn locations in the in the right. I don't like that. Yeah. I miss I'm okay the... with that though because like it, like it used to be that you'd load in and your frame rate would be like 10 fps and there'd be a million what? shots. Remember? That that never happened to me. Yeah, it, it was like in, 50 fps. It would be shooting. It wasn't and... great. But yeah, yeah. Now it it's like you load in and you have a great frame rate and there's no spammy sounds. Well, I remember back a whole year ago when we yeah. used to load in. <laughs> I remember yeah, when exactly. you could see in the planes and yeah, yeah me too. you could light yourself on fire. Too. And the plane oh, yeah. would look like it was on Keep fire. The Molotov. <laughs> fire, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Molotov. Yeah. yeah, that was funny. Man, all so, these noobs, they don't know. So they you know what's know. funny about, about PUBG being a year old is because it had all this long development of performance issues. But then they released it on the phone, 
and it runs beautifully. And we actually had an experience on the phone. Remember, Aaron? We we definitely did. Uh, yeah, phone PUBG is uh, is a thing. I think it it's actually runs better on the phone than it does on like the so Xbox. Today it does. Today <laughs> uh, it became the top selling or the top app on the on both iOS and Android. That's Ever cool. or just just it, like it beat of Fortnite the day. even on on iOS and Fortnite's mm. huge on on iOS. That's weird so that both that's of those impressive. are mobile. That's cool. You think the the rappers for the Fortnite, but I think that's that's a whole other conversation. So oh, I read right. from Tim Sweeney today that Fortnite on iOS, on Android, on PC and console are all crossplay. Now I don't what? think I think the way it works is that you can play with your friend if you queue together, but you can't play. Like you can't just queue up solo with with against phone people. I think sure. it's just are, are you kidding me? They actually put people on phones against people on PCs, on PC, on PCs. which is just insane. even even on console. I mean, if you're on a controller, you would smash yeah. people on a touchscreen. Oh screen. my, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I read? People are doing in the PUBG mobile game, which I think is hilarious, is uh, on Android phones. They're using Bluetooth mouse and keyboards, and they're oh. just running around destroying people. <laughs> See, I was thinking oh. using the Android emulator on my PC and doing it. Ah, yeah. that's a that's too. a possibility. It seems a little mean. Yeah, it seems like a lot of work to play PUBG mobile yeah. version just to beat people. It seems kind it's of kind of the uh, internet bots. masochist kind of dick. Bots. Yeah. So okay, let's let's talk about this. Kevin and I and Josh play. We get the PUBG. We download it. We play it, and we are we're like kicking ass, right? We're just like mm-hmm. really rocking. Like, I mean, you were there, but it just killing people right and left. You had like. 10 or 11 kills. I had like five or six kills. Josh had like 10 kills. And we're just like, everybody we see, we massacre. And so we're just chalking this up to our, like our skills, the hundreds of hours that we've put in, you know, we did the work, (laughs) right? This is fucking, we we earned this shit. Yeah. Like we're just good at the game. And like these people (laughs) suck and we're just playing a bunch of casual, filthy noobs that don't know what the fuck they're doing. (laughs) And so we win a fucking chicken dinner first round chicken dinner and we're like holy shit that's amazing screenshots sending it out to our friends blah 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 blah. so as <laughs> as the high like recedes as it fades we're like geez that that seemed like really easy like that seemed too easy like like maybe maybe we just fought bots because <laughs> some games do that they like make you fight bots the first round and um sure enough yeah we we won a chicken dinner from bots Turns out people are there. People are pretty sure there's no evidence for this. That people are pretty sure it's bots. Well, it there's no way. I mean, it, it it was definitely bots because there was like a point where I was kind of standing there and somebody was shooting me and they're hitting me, but it was like not doing very much damage. And at the time, I was just kind of in it. You know, you're playing PUBG. You're not being too critical of of the like mechanics or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, that's weird. And then the more I think about it, I'm like, oh, that's because like they just made it so the bot couldn't even kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, also, I was just impressed at the technical marvel of the full PUBG experience on my phone. Like, this is this is the full game. Yeah, without question. There's no yeah. compromise. Like, th- that is PUBG. well, okay. The, nah, I wouldn't say there's no compromise, but they did a really exceptional job. You have to play Gameplay with the touch wise, screen. It's, it's it's there's no compromise. Um, I mean, it's yeah, the controls are compromised. No, the controls screen, are but... very and and like it has the auto pickup stuff, which which makes sense because how the hell else would you? get people to do that on a on a touchscreen but it's definitely it doesn't end up being the same thing from from the round that i played i felt like it feels a lot much much more streamlined in a way that is kind of antithetical to PUBG. yeah you know what it makes me think about is uh around the time of the release of like the second generation ipad uh kevin came over to my house my brother kyle was there too and we had a filthy casual land so we mm-hmm. like all were using our mobile devices and we land like that. I mean, we weren't on a local area network, but we were in the same room gaming online together. And uh, yeah. it was good fun. Yeah, I was thinking this This actually reminded me of that too, hilariously. I had the exact same thought when I was playing it. It's like, hey, if we were hanging out, we could play PUBG. Like, we could play it like without with just our pocket devices. Dude, yeah, we like could go to the park. It's, we could go yeah. to the beach and play PUBG. There's something there's that. something really cool that's about like a free good multiplayer game on your phone. Like that's pretty cool. It is exists. cool. It is cool. There, there's also something shocking about like a obscure fucking Arma mod that blows up and a year later is on a phone. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. on like everybody's Topping phone. Fucking being Apple Store. Yeah. Being yeah. published by Tencent, who's a pretty huge you know, publisher. Right. Giant. Yeah, big ass company. So 
So it's true. Yeah. Uh, pretty good shit. Anyway, I don't know. Check out PUBG Mobile, people. And I guarantee you, if you haven't won a chicken dinner yet, you'll win one. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. About chicken dinners. I heard mm. that some people on this podcast had uh, an experience. Mm, oh, yeah. We yeah. did, actually. That's true. Like yeah. in the squad. Okay, tell me if I'm not like wrong, but the best part about this, Kevin, was that we, we Planted. there was three of us, and we pick up a third or fourth, I mean, um, and we're like gonna kill him. Like we were thinking about killing him and taking his shit, like li- like seriously talking about doing that, and instead we don't kill him, and then mm-hmm. we went around and we're like, oh, that guy's good, and so we like friend request him, and then we win how many yeah. rounds? So we Aaron and I's record was two chicken dinners in a row. And then after we won two with this guy, we're like, let's do three. And we won three in a row. We were like hoping it would say like you won like a turkey dinner because like turkey and bowling three. No, but it didn't. Uh, <laughs> right. It didn't. It didn't say anything. There was there was no achievement or anything. <coughs> but we Grand got three slam in a row, which is yeah. pretty. You know, that's not an easy thing to do considering PUBG's randomness. Yeah. No. So, yeah, it's actually very impressive. Yeah, and we, yeah. I think no one died except for the first round. I died one round. Yeah. It was, so it, so we, everyone was alive. We 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 did. We, it was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, no, three it, in a row. It, you guys should turn off your hacks. Just, just turn them <laughs> off. It's not cool. I, it was, dude, it was the guy. The guy totally like. It was we're not all just good. the guy. No, no, no we it wasn't just the well. guy. We were all playing well, but he was like good as fuck at PUBG. So, it, it, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it wasn't just him. I, we, he wouldn't have won a solo. Like he wouldn't have won all three of those rounds. No, you know, well, who knows? Yeah. You, you friend requested this guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did he accept it? Let's uh, let's get him on our Discord channel. Have him yeah, come he was on, on the Discord. Have him, have him come on the podcast as a guest, <laughs> and we can relive this story, but through a outsider's perspective. Right. He's like, I played yeah. with these guys. They sucked. I carried them the whole time. We barely won. <laughs> that's, that's what he'll say. <laughs> and that's how we got our first subscriber. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! So yeah. PUBG, triple triple chicken, uh, but not quite as good as the mountains of Montana. Um, I mean, it's a different experience, but but yeah, I, Is almost, it I almost didn't get that segue for a second. I was like, um, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, yeah, the fifth Far Cry game's out. I, I did because I didn't want. I'm like, I just want to play it right now. Uh, it just came out yesterday, as far as when this is being recorded. So I've only played about you know five hours, if that. Uh, I played the, both the campaign and the arcade mode. Uh, the campaign seems much better than the arcade mode from what I played. Um, the campaign is better than the arcade mode? Yeah, the arcade mode is like the user-made map thing with all the different stuff. Uh, but the campaign, uh, at least for me, um, the map seemed much more interesting to explore. Like, I actually want to go walk through it and see where what's behind the next thing, you know? Right. Because I felt like with 3 and 4, it was kind of like this large world that I didn't care about. And I was just driving through it to get to the next area. Mm-hmm. So this game, the world feels much more alive and interesting. And it's totally wacky. Like, I can't tell you how many people I've been talking to and they suddenly get attacked by a mountain lion. Like, it's happened like five times now. It's, it crashed okay. me up every single time, too. Because like the, the, the animations are so good, but it's just so absurd looking. Like, you're talking to someone and suddenly, like, literally a mountain lion just starts attacking them. Um, <laughs> That's it's awesome. Been, it, yeah, it's good. The game is ridiculous, too. I mean... The uh, it's like it's kind of like got that Wolfenstein and Metal Gear thing with like the ridiculous like serious story, not that serious, but mostly serious story with kind of like insane wacky antics. Like so many things are blowing up and you're you know getting attacked by like you're walking around, you get bald eagles like swoop in and try and kill you. Like you're the whole world's trying to kill you all the time. Yeah, and and each <laughs> other, right? They're like also yeah, they're always okay. it's kind of like Stalker. We have these giant battles. Right. Does it um, still have like the climb the tower, unlock the map? find the waypoints so you climb one radio tower and as you climb to the top of it an npc is like don't worry i'm not gonna have you climbing towers the whole time oh (laughs) that's amazing a clear clear nod to that yeah i think there's only two towers in the whole game that makes me want to play this game now because that's what i really hate about far cry is just that i mean you have this vast open world packed full of like emergent gameplay and it feels yep. like it's alive and breathing and real but it still has the ubisoft syndrome of climb the tower unlock the points go to point a go to point b and yeah yep. that's, that's good to hear that makes me actually want to get this game now 
this game, <coughs> excuse me, in comparison to the other Far Cry's, uh, which I played, uh, well, I've actually played all of them, but really ones that, that I'm comparing it to is three and four. Um, both three and four are very similar to games, uh, and they both suffer from the same problems. Uh, they have both have that like GPS map on the screen, yeah, yeah. Mm. always telling you where to go. It's like, oh, there's a thing over here, do the thing. This game has no map on screen at all, right? Um, wow, which is great. That's amazing. Um, when you you have the map is not explored for you like you have like you look at the map it's just a big gray map it doesn't have like objective here objective here but like doesn't have that it's like go find the stuff yourself which maybe the other far cries had but i always bought the maps and i always my map was always filled with shit to do so, no when you go in the tower it used to unlock i, I think both this game and assassin's creed have ditched that drive through the world and find stuff and, and you figure it out on your See, own that sounds awesome and it makes me wonder if they played a little bit of the uh breath of the zelda wild waker yeah. Breath of the Wild. And that, that game still has uh, towers, though. That does have towers, but they use the towers in very different ways. Yeah. Aren't they just for, like, making notes? They're for marking your own points. Right, um, yeah, yeah. You know, not necessarily yeah. being told where to go. Um, but, yeah, it does seem like they took a cue out of that book, especially, like, the, the lack of things telling you what to do. Like, there hasn't been an NPC. In the beginning, there's an NPC who kind of, like, tutorials you, but as you get to the world you're not constantly being talked to by some npc telling you to go here go here to go here do it sure sure so it's very freeform and also the other thing is the main character of far cry 3 i really really disliked i think the whole mm. tone of far cry 3 i just the whole style of it I, I didn't like far cry 4 was okay the main character was just whatever and this the story was actually pretty decent um this game i think the tone is i preferred even the other, over the other ones it has like this very southerny i'm not sort of southern but like country-ish Kind Hopefully of not southern because it's in Montana, right? Yeah, but they they have they, the people have like southern accents for some reason. That's weird. Oh, weird. Uh, I but, wonder if that's like based off of its you know course of trying to replicate the times. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Is it but, doing that? Do you think that it's like a like a political game? No. Okay. Not it's yet. Not. Anyway, you've only played five hours of it. Like, do you yeah. think? Do you think that's a possibility because i remember like when this game was announced and they were kind of talking about it they were drawing a lot of parallels between the story and setting of this game and theme of this game with what's kind of happening in our current political climate right um it's not the only reason i know that's because i've read that people people have said that they it's not like it's like very not political Mm -hmm. it's milk toast so Okay. It doesn't seem political. It's more like you're fighting crazy cultists, and oh, okay. right. they, that's they kind could of disappointing. Have, they could have a political thing, but they don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, but eh. the enemies are are awesome, and and I want to get the thing I want to really talk about, and I think that I haven't read anyone talk about this is the shooting and the guns and the game feel and everything are so much better in this game. Like it's Far Cry's always felt pretty good for shooting, but it has like this clunkiness to it. Yeah, it does. Um, and particularly, like, like when you get shot, you have to, like, wrap your arms. Like, you're always, like, pulling crap out of your fingers. Like, your, your character's always getting shot in the hands constantly. Uh, did you guys this notice they added that, that to PUBG, um, by the way? The only way? thing you do is when you healed, you wrap your arms with a little bandage real quickly. But mm. that's it. Uh-huh. Otherwise, your health just is, like, sl- slow regeneration, um, which yeah. is better than the arm wrapping stuff. Yeah, that's good to the hear. The guns feel really good. It, the, the, the shooting feels really, like, this. it's a very good shooter. That's like, awesome. I, I, I really just, want, like, want to play it, like I said. Just, just run, driving around shooting stuff. Yeah, the, the um, shooting in Far Cry to me has always felt very hollow. Uh, it's kind mm. of like why those games never really clicked for me. Um, and they've always really felt, the shooting anyway and gunplay has always felt very generic. So uh, mm. this this game is a, quite a bit of a, uh, a div- has quite a bit of a divergence from that, you would say. That. Yeah, I think um, a big part of it is Ubisoft delaying this game. Like they mm-hmm. got to put the extra time in. It seems like after playing this game for a couple hours, like, Clearly, the other games were had some some elements of them are rushed because this game just it just feels so it just feels so smooth and, and, and amazing like the, the the way your character moves through the world the way the guns handle um, it's funny too because <clears throat> the game defaultly it does the uh, I think Counter Strike does this um, I noticed it for the first time ever though was in Uncharted the new PS4 Uncharted game I think it's called Lost Legacy yes it puts the crosshair and the guns lower on the screen so you have mm-hmm. more field of view above you. So you basically can see more. So the gun's lower. It's like it's not obscuring much of the screen. Sure. Mm-hmm. Aaron hates Aaron hates the big gun in the screen. I know he has something he always complains about. Yeah. Um. So you can change it. So I like to I like to personally have it so the cross is in the center of the screen. <clears throat> but you can it defaults at lower. So they're, they're trying to like hmm. change the game a lot. Like it has a bullet uh 
has bullet uh what's it called drop Physics? it has bullet drop bullet right? drop yes yeah sorry I'm, no, that, I'm that's a space awesome mode. it's got that bullet drop cool. it, they've added helicopters and there's planes so i mean mm-hmm. this is like pretty oh, wow. much the crisis or battlefield single player game you've been waiting for like it's it's got the good shooting it's got the good it's got the good everything it's got the real world design like Mm-hmm. It's 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 in my opinion without question the best Far Cry game that I played. Like wow, unquestionably. Okay, wow. you haven't played two, but yes, I have played two. How's the stealth? You haven't played much of two. The two, I know for a fact I wouldn't like two more. I played mm-hmm. two enough to to get to get the gist. All right. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, I think it's a great game from what I've played so far. Wait, is this available for family share, <laughs> or is I don't it know. Ubisoft? Does the, <laughs> did they not do that? <laughs> oh no, because I, I want to oh, try man. it, but. That's exciting. I I think I was on the fence about this game because like what drew me to it initially was just the incredible amount of character that's presented in such a unique setting. But I was always kind of iffy because it's Far Cry, you know, and that Mm. has been a series that I've had. Dude, the character and setting and music are so well done in this game. Like I, I really, really like them, actually. I like all of it. And you can make your character this time. So you don't have to play as Jason Brody. That's awesome. Yeah, fuck that Jason is cool. Brody. <laughs> yeah, Jason Brody sucks. So yeah, it's a great game. I, I haven't played enough to, to have like a ton of thoughts on it, but but from what I have played, it's 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 been awesome. I've loved every second of it so far. That's awesome. Great. And That's you can co op the whole campaign too. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, do, do you guys like co op games? Out on drugs. Wow. Like oh. this crazy things happening, and all of a sudden, like my friend was like standing in front of me, like while it was happening, like his character model is just like such a funny like <laughs> moment. Like, oh yeah, we're in co op. That's right. Mm. That sounds pretty great. Yeah, it's good. Well, so. uh, co-op games right here are all the rage these days. People yeah. are playing them. They're playing yeah. them together. You know you know what co-op game that I liked to a degree? I liked it. You know, it was good when it came out. I hate it now is Left 4 Dead. I really I really don't like Left 4 Dead. No? But no. You really I really, like really, I, no. I, I, I enjoyed it when it came out, and now as an adult... Uh, I just I don't like Left 4 Dead. I think it's very it hasn't aged well, either. Hmm. But um, you know there is a game that I do like. Like I like it a whole lot. Is Vermintide Two? What Vermintide is Vermintide Two? Two? Vermintide Two is a Left 4 Dead like first person action game set in the Warhammer End Times universe. Um, where you fight waves upon waves of ratmen, or in Warhammer known as Skaven, and and this is a little bit of Warhammer fanboyism, but you also fight the warriors of chaos who make it are much better. Of my, make it much better, but not only that, who are of my absolute favorite chaos faction, Nurgle. Um, and it is amazing. Holy shit. That game, it clicks. Not only is it just, it sings to every Warhammer fan out there. Um, it Every little detail is just so incredibly Warhammer. And they just really play to their fan base with the fun little details. But the game play is incredible. And I have been enjoying that quite, quite a lot. Uh, Kevin and I played it uh, a good mm-hmm. amount um, on yeah, the PC. Like, like 10 hours probably? About 10 hours, I would say. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, this game's like Left 4 Dead. Is it's that like Left 4 Dead. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. The premise it's it's Left 4 Dead, right? So like, you have your main class, right? It's it's Left 4 Dead, but with much more depth and much more modernized. So Left 4 Dead, you know, you pick your character and it's pretty much a skin, right? Like yeah, and some voiceover stuff and whatever. But in Vermintide Two, like you're picking a class, right? So the class mm-hmm. I like to play is like the human guy. And um, he, one of his subclasses is kind of all about uh, buffing your party members. So I like to play as him and use a halberd for tons and tons of reach. Um, another thing I think that should be noted is uh, all of the weapons feel vastly different from one another in this game. Like, I remember Left 4 Dead, all of the melee weapons felt similar. Uh, not necessarily the exact same, but very similar. Um, in this game, they're all incredibly different from one another. A halberd feels like a halberd. It has the reach. You use it with like as a spear. You can use it as its axe. Um, or you can go pick up a Zweihander, and that feels way different. Or you can sword and board, and that feels way different. Um, or you can use a bow and arrow. Or you can use a fucking blunderbuss. 
Um, hmm. So there's a lot of different pieces moving in this game in terms of the combat. But um, yeah, it's got the class system. Um, it has crafting. It has uh, upgrading your items. It has uh, talents and skill trees. It's uh, it's quite good. I think there's a lot to be said about this game that I'm not really feeling like going into a lot of detail about right. right now but uh man it is good perfect land game too four players you know runs oh, pretty yeah. damn yeah. good on whatever system um mm-hmm. graphics one, are really good too. yeah graphics that game are, like incredible it looks okay. really good yeah yeah i was just looking at some video of it it looks really good so it's a mostly like melee combat game yeah it's like yes. a, it's like a melee left for dead okay. it's like, when you're left for dead, you like have like all melee weapons it's kind of like that Kind of like interesting. That. Yeah, it's like Left 4 Dead with like melee we- melee focused and uh, a progression system with multiple classes. Yeah, okay. Definitely. And the combat feels like weighty and it connects. Yeah, it feels and it, good. Oh yeah, okay. it feels real good. There's a dodge. The dodge feels like the um, Titanfall Titan movement. Which oh, is hey. cool. um, like that side strafe jump thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, and some of the enemies have this kind of like they have this t- large telegraph attack, so you can quickly dump, jump around them and hit them. You know, it definitely, weapon. yeah. Or you can play as like the sword and board tank class, and you can just like pull aggro on the big scary guys and like block their attacks and bash their attacks away, and it's it's great fun. Okay, and it's Warhammer Fantasy. classic. Yeah, Fantasy, Warhammer, Warhammer Fantasy set okay. in the end times period. Mm. So like, there's Warhammer Fantasy, which is like. I think that's the setting most people are familiar with. It's just kind of like a generic fantasy setting. But right. uh, End Times was the apocalypse during that universe. Um, mm. So this game is very, very dark and extremely violent. And uh, looks like, Kevin pointed out, it uh, looks like a lot of uh, Dark Souls influence. And I would say even a lot mm. of Doom influence on this game as mm. well. So it is not, not a friendly looking game. It's very dreary and and gory and i mean you're fighting against nurgle and nurgle is the god of pestilence and disease so like a lot of the guys you are fighting have these big pustules on them and they're barfing all over you and falling apart as they kind of run at you and it's 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 pretty great yeah Yeah, no it's it's, looks good i think it's cool it's kind of like left for dead it's like an action game set in a horror style setting it's not truly a horror setting but it's like a dark fantasy yeah. Right, like dark fantasy yeah, setting. Definitely similar. It's similar. Does it the have like verses? Does it have like a like a Left 4 Dead like asymmetrical versus mode? I, I don't know. know. We just kind of jumped right into the co-op and started having a blast, and we like mm-hmm. couldn't really put it down after that. Um, I, that's something I'd have to look into. I'd be interested to see because there are a lot of different uh, enemy types in that game, and even mm-hmm. beyond just like the horde guys like in left for dead you have your hordes of zombies and that's kind of your horde but in this game you will have hordes of ratmen then you'll have hordes of armored ratmen with shields and pikes and then you'll have hordes of zombies and then you'll have hordes of uh like chaos cultists who are armed with shields and pikes and pole arms um and then on top of that you'll have like your chaos warriors who are these big gnarly armored dudes that are tough to take down and then you'll have like plague trolls that puke all over you and that are kind of like the right. uh, the leopard dead tanks but then you'll have the big buff rat guy who's like a tank it's there's an insane amount of, enemies a lot of guys. in this game a okay whole crazy lot. yeah that mm-hmm. sounds pretty awesome yeah i'm definitely look forward to hear more about that it's a good one uh let's take a quick break we'll yes. be back in just a moment you guys like hamburgers yeah yes. liars hamburgers. taco hamburgers tuesday great. Taco I mean, Tuesday. Are much better. But. Hey, uh, I had tacos for lunch this Tuesday. Actually, today they were they were pretty good. I had a burrito last night, dude. I am in the land of tacos. You Fucking are in the land of tacos. Mm-hmm. Taco truck down the street from my house. I I, I got to stop telling the story, but it's just too amazing not to tell sixty times. Fucking mm-hmm. a spit with like the the uh, pineapple on the bottom. And all that, like it's and the tacos are crazy good. A dollar twenty-five. Why aren't you there right now? Yes. Is what I want to know. Because uh, you know I can't eat there every night. Um, yeah, <laughs> I get burned out. But it's uh, and, and there's literally like fifty of them. You just look down Santa Monica Boulevard and they just go on forever. But yeah. Anyway, uh, we're back. Welcome back, and uh, I hope you enjoyed that that paid advertisement from um, from Bay Taco Photo. Truck. Taco truck. Uh, taco, taco truck. Yeah. Okay. So, 
<laughs> what? Okay, now we're back for reals. No, this is this is real, really back. Before that was like not true, but this is this is the real back. Wait, so are uh, we still talking about the taco truck or? Uh, we're talking about the taco truck and the taco truck industrial complex that actually, you know, keeps uh, people in poverty for I don't know. I don't really know how that works out, but the taco truck industrial complex makes some really good tacos. Yeah, you know, a taco truck industrial complex kind of sounds like a good thing. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's. I mean. I've not heard of that. Well, you know, I mean, they, they don't want you to hear about it, man. It's, it's, they suppress the information right, right, so right. that you don't, you don't hear about it. Uh, another thing that you may or may not hear about is, uh, you guys, you guys, you guys know FTL, right? Yes. FTL, Subset Games, they have put out a new game. It's not a sequel. It's not It's not a related IP per se, but it's very similar, like, stylistically and, like, I don't know, at a, at a meta level, but it's a very different game. It's called Into the mm-hmm. Breach. Uh, I think the easiest way to describe it is it's sort of like a condensed game of chess that like you know when you're playing chess and you get to a point where you think that you're about to win and then you realize you are totally fucked but if you play your cards (laughs) just right like just right you Mm -hmm. can you can get out of it like Mm -hmm. that's how every level of into the breach is it's like they put you down they give you just enough leeway to like unfuck yourself but you can see the fucking like coming really <laughs> that's, that's, that's definitely that sounds intense. Said. It's that, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this game is hard. It's super stressful, and it's like, jeez, you get six hits to the power grid, and then it's game over. So like, like your mech. So basically, like what it is, it's a grid based game. You have mechs fighting these like giant monster, like Godzilla kind of things. They don't look like Godzilla, but they're like weird insects that are apparently really big as big as cities, and so. You get three mechs in in its turn-based tactical game, and like chess, right? And the goal is to avoid taking damage to the power grid, which is your health that like continues in between matches, right? It's like persistent; like you can you can increase it, but you could lose it all in one round. Hmm. Um, Roguelike. Yeah, it's basically a roguelike. Like it's it's I don't know if it's a strict roguelike, but each time it's a every match is a randomly generated map. Um, if you die, it's game over forever. Yeah, well, sort of. So it has like a permadeath feature. Like if your character dies in the round, they're dead, right? However, so so here's the deal, right? Like it's this sort of like time loop scenario where basically like they keep sending people back to like the last moments of human history to stop the fall of, of human history. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you fuck up, like, and you lose, basically, one character gets sent to the next timeline, which is the new timeline. That's cool. So, but I had a character that was in, like, ten timelines and then died. What happens then? That he's gone. Then the, Well, then, you know, I mean, you can keep playing, but, like, I had a character that I'd been playing with for, like, days through multiple timelines, mm-hmm. right? Through multiple game overs. He's leveling up. He's getting all this cool shit. He's good dies it was Damn. kind of uh devastating. harsh huh that's me it's a harsh it's so a hard it's kind game. of like um dungeon uh, uh or what's back to the pit what's that game yes it definitely scratches that itch um what's darkest dungeon called? darkest dungeon. ah that's a good game or xcom right yeah XCOM, yes yeah. yes like xcom uh, yeah again it's like it's a grid-based tactical turn-based combat game and so the thing that, like, you, you start off and you are just getting destroyed. And you're like, this game is, like, really too hard <laughs> to, like, to play, like, mm-hmm. right off the bat. And then after, like, you put a little bit of time into it, you start seeing, like, what you can do, especially when you really, like, strategize and plan out your moves a few, a few moves in advance. And you start pulling off these, like, incredible combos and just, like, really, like, intricate maneuvers that make you feel really clever. But then sometimes you'll be like in the middle of this like awesome maneuver and then you didn't realize that like you actually just set up your downfall because like like it, you do the same thing in chess, you know, like you're like, ah, I could say I could take his, you know, his rook. And then you're like, oh, I left my queen open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. it's like that kind of shit happens all the time. Um, sounds awesome. I don't you, know. you had me at turn based tactical uh, combat um, with mechs which, like you. Yeah, aren't you kind of into mechs or am I? 
I, I do like mechs. Yeah, that makes yeah. me think of uh, Front Mission um, right away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the, the next natural question uh, for this is, is it on the Switch? It will be. It's not on the Switch. So it's it's PC only at the moment. Um, it, it has a very, like, straightforward, minimalist art style. You know, I mean, not minimalist, but, like, just, you know, 2D sprite work. Mm-hmm. It looks good. But it's it's nothing that would be difficult to put on the Switch, I don't think. And I don't think it would control too badly. Like, FTL eventually came to iPad. Right. So. I, I suspect yeah. that they will put this out. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to talk too much about this right now, but it really does feel like another, like like one of the great games in that sort of like Darkest Dungeon, FTL, Hotline Miami pantheon of like really great indie games that that we've got on PC. So yeah, very nice, nice, very cool. But uh, sometimes it so, just leaves me crawling on the ground because it's it's so hard. I just want to crawl. Yeah, just. Crawling yeah. around in a sea we of were, indie games. We were landing at uh, Kevin's brother's house, playing Vermintide. Actually, we were playing Vermintide, and I was thinking, "Hey guys, you know a game we should try? I want to try this. I've only played this game with one other person, but it's actually a four-player game. There's three of us, so we could try a three-player. Is crawl? <laughs> you guys already kind of mentioned it, but oh man, but yeah, crawl, crawl, oh, <laughs> crawl. Uh, I can write it, uh, a love letter to this game. Really? would be endless. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So, Describe it for the fans. Um, I actually first saw it as a... They have this trailer for it, and it was like this uh, Vincent Price-style trailer, like talking about how the game's played. Mm-hmm. With all this really awesome, like, chiptune, kind of horror-y music in the background. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm sold in this game just from the style alone. Um, but then I, when I got... I, I, you know, I read it more, and I realized it's, it's basically it's an asymmetrical local versus co-op game. Oh, that's okay. I'm watching a video of it right now. It looks, so, I love the look of it. Yeah, yeah it, it has looks a really great. cool art style. So you start off with four players or three players or two players, whatever, how many people you have. Mm-hmm. And you all fight to the death, which is a quick, it happens <laughs> very, quickly, very quickly. And it's hilarious. Okay. Like within 15, 10 seconds, like every, one person's left. It's a very beat, you die in one It's hit. a very uh, fitting start to that game, too. Okay. Yeah, it is. And then the other players die and they become ghosts. And they can then possess. Uh, stuff in the world like to kind of poltergeist throw objects at the player mm-hmm. or in other rooms there's uh these pentagrams that you fly into and they summon a monster and you can become a monster and you can when you start the game out you pick the monsters that you want to have and as you progress through the game uh the monsters also progress and you kind of put points into which monster you want to pick and where you want it to go basically it's kind of like a kind of like a tree or something kind of um yeah. and <laughs> but the only way you pick the monster by looking at it, you have no idea what it's going to do other than looking at by looking at it. And it's funny because the game is a relatively, I mean, it's not like, it's not super complicated, but it's not like a super easy game, but right. it, it explains itself by just the graphics alone. Like you mm-hmm. can look at it and figure out everything you need to do by just, there's no, there's no text to read mm, or anything. It's you very just look at the readable. game, readable, it plays well. It's awesome, like Kevin. Yeah. What do you? What do you? Th- yeah, I, and and uh, I mean, as you uh, play through the game, and it, I think that this is the core of the game. Uh, the two players who control the uh, either poltergeist throwing shit or monsters, if they kill the human, they then become the human, and then they have to continue progressing through the game. While the yep. uh, character, the player who uh, killed him, and the other player are trying to take him down. And, uh, man, it is so funny. I mean, like, the mm-hmm. moments of tension that happen between you and your friends and the way those moments of tension are, like, immediately relieved once you realize that you take over control over a monster after you die is so much fun, and it's so incredibly rewarding to play. Um, yeah. The human can it's also funny. upgrade, too. Like, he can buy new swords <laughs> and new weapons and stuff. Um, it's... Oh man, that game! And it goes by so quick. And when it's done, you just immediately want to pick it up and play another round. Is yeah, it only local? Yes. Ah, so. so we couldn't play it online, huh? I don't think so. The Dude, that would be about that game that's stream, funny. Ah, huh? uh, yeah. yeah, it would be. Is uh, that uh, like your friend who you were just with? As like, like, because the monsters are on a team, right? Try to kill yeah. the human. The human is always solo. Mm-hmm. So 
sometimes like sometimes like the person who was just your ally is in your enemy immediately as you you know yeah. as, you, as you switch teams it really sometimes you want to almost metagame it as like either the monster or the human and try and plan out like weaken both monsters mm-hmm. before you kill them right? right right or don't or only try and weaken one because if you die you want your other you want the other monster to be have full health when you were just fighting because you don't want you know you, you don't you don't want them to be Weak so, when you fight the other player. Yeah, Even if like, you see your so failure So there's actually a very coming. complicated strategy yeah, in yeah. the game. It does. It, it almost like puts a direct purpose and like set of rules to the idea of when you are playing like a 1v1v1 game and two players end up ganging up on one player inevitably. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the difference in this game is there's actually, you know, a set of rules surrounding that and there's a point to that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It's really fun. It's it's really fun. It's a it's a great like game and you have all your friends over to play local. Absolutely. Really cool music. Yeah. Really Man. cool art style. Why don't we graphics play the, the graphics are so good. Oh, yeah. they are. Yeah, it looks I'll incredible. I'll use that for the cover art maybe cuz it looks really good. I I remember seeing it on sale like every Steam sale and I'm always like, "Crawl, this looks cool," but I just, you know. Yeah, it is absolutely worth playing. I think everyone who likes local co-op like couch co-op games should definitely play this. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't. So, I couldn't back this game more. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> it's awesome. So we were playing that, um, and then I said, "Hey, we should try uh, some Towerfall Ascension." Mm. Uh, that's also another really cool local versus game. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guys who made Towerfall Ascension actually just re- released a platformer called Celeste. Uh, yes. I believe Kevin has been playing. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Celeste. Uh, probably about seven or eight hours of Celeste. I'm at the very end of the game, uh, the tail end of the game. And holy crap, that game is amazing. Um, I've heard a lot of really rave critical reviews surrounding this, so I decided to pick I it up. Um, it, it, those reviews are very, very well deserved. Um, I picked it up on the Switch, which I feel is the natural platform for this game. And mm. uh, I've been blown away every step of the way. Uh, basically, it's just your typical uh, indie pixel art game. Uh, you play as this girl named Madeline who has tasked herself with uh, climbing this like really crazy and imposing mountain. And that's the core of the story. Uh, you encounter various characters along the way and uh, you see various interesting uh, hallucinations. And that's, you know, a simple story. But the kind of subplot surrounding that and I guess the, the underlying theme of this game is Madeline and her struggles with uh, mental il- illness. So um, a lot of her feelings and emotions of uh, anxiety, um, poor body image, um, depression, uh, fear, uh, manifest themselves as uh, environments in the game as well as characters in the game. So um, Mm. all of these things aren't really necessarily like explicitly stated, but uh, you can definitely uh, pick up on it in the dialogue between the two characters. And uh, that that has really sung to me. I think that is just it's such an amazing way for this game, this very simple game to tell a very, you know, complicated story and just present these emotions in a way that are very very relatable and um mm, mm-hmm. eye-opening in a lot of ways. Uh, that game is incredible and that's that's just the story aspect of it. Uh the gameplay itself um, is some of the most difficult and punishing platforming I've ever encountered in a video game. Mm. Right, um, it's like Super Meat Boy, right? It's, it's like, like Super Meat Boy, Boy hard. Yeah, if not yeah. more difficult in a lot of places. And and mm. I think would say more thought out in a lot of places too. I mean, half the time um, as you're progressing through a level, uh, you're just standing there kind of staring and digesting at the obstacles in front of you, trying to figure out, you know, the most effective way to get through them and, and really how to get through them because it's it's hard in a way that there isn't necessarily just one way to get through. I feel like there are probably multiple ways to get through a level, but mm-hmm. um, you need to be very <laughs> quick and precise in your execution uh, to be able to do so, and that, that requires a lot of planning. So um, basically, so- what's that, kid? I just have a quick question because uh-huh. <clears throat> I actually don't know. I haven't seen any footage of this game. I've just read about it. Mm-hmm. Is it platforming like Meat Boy, like while jumping through spikes, platforming, or is it like Mario's vertical oh. stomping on enemies? There are no enemies, um, and I would say it's a little bit of both, actually. Um, so there are is a lot of navigating through very tight spaces surrounded by spikes, and then there's also a lot of very precise jumping on moving platforms. Um, is there any power ups? 
there are no power-ups no uh the so only it's very much a meat boy kind of game. yeah yeah the only mm-hmm. things that you pick up in the game are just like the berries you know which are collectibles or the b-side tapes which unlock an even harder version of the level that you're already on um oh, it's, that's like the dark world it's really like meat boy then yeah yeah it is really uh-huh. really like meat boy um i i like the presentation way more than meat boy um yeah uh unlike meat boy you have uh the, the, the game centers around a dash mechanic um so mm. you hit uh right trigger and you dash but you can only dash once when you're in air right so you can like say mm. dash and grab onto a wall but then from there you can't dash again so you kind of need to plan out your next move and your next uh, jump I see. and you can only hold so long before your grip falls so um uh, then there's got some strategy there's a lot of strategy involved yeah there's a lot of uh other things that kind of sprinkle in the game that allows you to like oh if you can dash into this bubble and it will allow you to dash again afterwards but you know this bubble is surrounded by spikes so you kind of need to figure out how you're going to drop into this and how you're going to reach the next wall and where you're going to grab off and when you're going to let go and how you're going to dash into the next bubble and it's uh it's mm. the level design is really nothing short of incredible um yeah yeah nice. it's going to take kind of a lot for this to uh, not be my favorite game this year it is uh what this year the ge- wow. game of the yeah. year okay uh, uh let's it's put it in I don't know. people <laughs> game game of the year and, and, and <laughs> march 27th quote quote me on that because um even looking at this game compared to the games of last year um i would rate this pretty damn high up the list yeah hmm. So um, wow. I would highly, highly recommend checking this game out, uh, whether it be on a Steam sale or uh, or the Smart Buy and get it on the Switch, because that's that's where this game belongs, without a doubt. Mm. It's incredible. I'd, I'd like to play it. It I sounds cool. I'm, I'm all about getting the indies on Switch, because there's not really any performance or anything advantage, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. a 2D game. It's going to be very similar on PC or Switch. So. Right. Sure. sure. Yeah. yeah, Celeste, is. Yeah. It, it deserves all the praise that it gets. I, I love that game. Awesome. Sweet. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Uh, I guess let's... Uh, you, you finished a couple games. We've got to wrap up here, but... Yep. Let's wrap, wrap up quick. Uh, you, you f- Tell me about what you've been finishing up here, Mr. Johnson. Oh, man. I play too many video games, I think, is the problem. Let's see. Um, so I'm almost done with, with Celeste. I also finished another Switch game, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah. Uh, that sucker Very took nice. a long time. Uh, it <laughs> took about 70 hours to finish the story. Um, I did a decent amount of the side quests, not a lot. Uh, about halfway through the game, I just gave up on doing the side quests because there's Wait. just so fucking many of them. Are you telling me you mainlined the game, more or less, and it took you 70 hours? Yes. Holy wow, shit. That is a the, massive fucking game. Yeah. That is a lot of huge. massive memories just floating around, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, that game's really good. I mean, as, as much goofiness surrounds that game, and particularly its art style and the mm. way that it portrays a lot of its uh, female characters, physical statures, um, it's, it's really amazing. I mean, the game's filled with massive environments, which is really cool to see on this handheld, mm-hmm. essentially handheld game. Um, combat, like I've said before, I heard is that game really world fun. is one of the largest game worlds in gaming. It's huge. It's fucking like, Not as big huge. as Just Cause 3, but that's like the biggest out there. It's like I think it was number two on this list I just read. That's oh, insane. I is believe it. it bigger it. than the other Xenoblade Chronicles game? X? Actually, no, no, no. You know what? The other one's the big one. Yeah, X that was, I heard that one. one. Okay, that... that does make sense um this game not to take away from this game is huge it is massive there's a lot to do um but it's fun and it's charming and it's sweet and the story you know is kind of pulls on the heartstrings a little bit and uh i I enjoyed that game a whole lot i I don't know if i'm ever going to play another xenoblade game uh because i did play the first xenoblade chronicles oh xenoblade chronicles 2 uh i never played x i'd like to one day maybe if they put it on the switch hint hint um, yeah, I hope they do, and I hope they because there's a few weird things that could be fixed with that game if they did like a like a remaster, just like a not not even a remaster, just like a slight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read some people complaining about them putting ports on Switch. It's just insane to me. What, yeah, why? That is insane. That is insane. It's like it's like yeah, let's just bury all these games on the Wii U. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, stupid argument. It's just fuck it's crazy. those people. I know. Yeah, fuck uh, that. But yeah, that game's a good. Uh, and then I also finished another game with big colossal creatures in it 
the Shadow of the Colossus uh, remake on PS4. Um, wow, that game... It's it, supposed to be a gorgeous remake. It's beautiful. Like, graphically, it's very, very impressive. Um, I played it on a base PS4, and it still looks incredible, even at the 30 frames per second. Um, mm-hmm. That is a gorgeous fucking game, and um, it really holds up in a lot of ways. It's, it's hard for me to kind of grasp and accept the fact that, like, a lot of those boss fights were designed 15 ish years ago i mean they're still Mm. really really good and really uh really require a lot of them require a lot of thought to really figure Mm -hmm. out um if you've never played shadow of the colossus uh this is the version you're going to want to play um and i feel like you know it's an eight hour long game it's really short and sweet uh that's something i think everyone should pick up and try out because uh it does still suffer from a lot of the issues it originally had. Like, it still plays and feels like a PS2 game in a lot of not great ways. Uh, feels mm-hmm. a little clunky. But, I mean, when you consider the point of the game, it's kind of like you, you want it to feel clunky. I mean, you're not mm-hmm. playing as an action hero. Um, right. And, that, and it makes a lot of sense. So, uh, yeah, that game's great. Uh, I really How do you really compare like that. that game to Last Guardian? Just a quick... I like The Last Guardian more uh, just because of the narrative in The Last Guardian and just the way that that game kind of affected me. Um, right. But the gameplay-wise, I would say Shadow of the Colossus is a whole lot better uh, mm. just in that it, it knows really what it is and um, it, it's very confident in what it is. Whereas The Last Guardian, you know, it's kind of like... It's a slow burn, first of all, and it's kind of just exploring itself and its own mechanics in a very slow but thought-out way uh, throughout the game. Where Shadow of the Colossus, you're presented with the mechanics right off the bat, and it's, you know, it's consistent mm. until the very end. Yeah. So uh, Shadow of the Colossus gets the nod for gameplay, for sure. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, I think that that might be all we have for you today. Alrighty. That's How it. Sad. Oh. How sad. But uh we'll be back sooner. Sooner than the, the, the last wait that people had to wait. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Sorry. Uh a long, a long wait. <laughs> it's, it's been a long wait. Last the last episode like was Christ like in that it sort of came back from the dead. So it's uh hmm. you know, it was a lost yeah, episode. That's true. Yeah. yeah, and it had yeah. a special guest. It did, oh, it had yeah. my uh, mouse. My pet mouse, here it is. You hear him squeaking? squeaking. Uh, yeah. It kind of sounds like yeah. my friend over here, uh, Mechanical Keyboard. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, you guys. <laughs> my buddy here, uh, Mr. Death Adder 2013. When you're loud. playing PUBG, man, that is just click, 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 click. It's on the fucking <laughs> so good. Yeti so good. mic. It's, it's quite loud. Uh, Maybe I should just position my, my mic in a different place when. Uh, just put it right in front that. of the keyboard. In be- yeah, like put well, the keyboard in between you and the where, mic. That's pretty much where it is. Okay, it's right above that explains. the keyboard. <laughs> that <laughs> explains yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Check out the website, jumpcrouch.com. Check out youtube.com forward slash no show. Check out our Instagram. We are on Instagram, uh, the jump crouch. Send us a mail at uh, mail at jumpcrouch.com. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, mail at jumpcrouch.com. We check it. Mm-hmm. We do. No, I, I do check it. Uh, a lot of people are registering for our website. <laughs> I don't think they're bots. Uh, shout out to Madden, my man in Australia, for making the most awesome freaking theme song. Sometimes we forget to thank you, but we never forget to love you. We love you. Your music <laughs> is do, really Madden. fucking good. Like, I just really, got to say, awesome. dude, I am all about that. Yeah, no, we, we, we are... So appreciative and something to blast grateful. and get the outrun PC going. You know? Yeah, exactly. You. Yeah, I think he would appreciate the outrun PC. <laughs> yeah, he definitely would. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's all. Uh, we'll be back soon. Bye bye.